Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Basis Hashem Shalom Bayes Shear number forty-one. Email address shalombayes seven 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 at gmail dot com. In last year, we brought up an interesting point, in that we said that a husband's focus emotionally and physically while they're having um, intimacy could only think about his own wife and no one else. And even in the old days where there was more than one wife, sometimes in other types of situations, putlegish, whatever it is, the Allah is that during physical intimacy, he's only to think of this wife before him with whom he's engaging in this act. And um, certainly, that's the case. That's his achrayis, that's his chiv. And that's what he needs to do. Only focus on his wife and no one else. And of course, that's a big subject of Shmir Seinayim, of loyalty, and so on. Um, I'm just bringing it up here. It's something we'll discuss in later shiurim as we get structured. But it, it's a two-way street, this concept. It works the other way around, too. And the wife needs to also only focus on her husband in these in these um, types of things, and not have in mind anyone else. And now we're, I'm just going to discuss a little bit, uh, touch upon the subject, uh, just the tip of the iceberg of it, because I have to bring it out there. Now um, you probably noticed that in the past forty shurim we discussed many ranges of topics. Um, not in great depth, but going through ma- many topics, because I thought in the outset it's important, and then, God willing, uh, we'll go into depth in each subject as best as we can. But in the beginning, I felt it's important to spread many aspects and not wait. Um, that's why I brought up the childlessness and the miscarriage and things like that. And so this is one of those other subjects, too, where we're not going to go into depth with it till much later, but I have to bring it up here. And that is that um, there's a responsibility with the physical sexual intimacy that it needs to be handled in a mature way and to be used wisely. In other words, what they both need to understand is that, unfortunately, you could see from the way the world works, and how with poor choices or bad bechira, you could use this sexual aspect of the human condition in very bad ways. And we as Bnei Avrami Yitzhak V'Yakov, we as the daughters of Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, need to do everything we can to use this gift wisely and never harm anyone what I mean by that is that very often a husband and a wife could harm each other by using the sexual um, um, aspect of it either by withholding or engaging in the wrong ways with the wrong intention Um, so for example you have it both ways you know, he may be, you know, withdraw in certain cases where she really wants that closeness. And uh, he's not doing it for, you know, 
good reasons, and she too. And it's very important that you avoid that as, you know, like, like, like it's the most terrible thing in the world. A woman has to know, the wife needs to know that she is the, she has the key. She's the only person that I'll be Tyra. He could express his sexual nature and his outlet. You're the only one that he's permitted to have those feelings for and engage in those activities with. And um, that comes with responsibility. Uh, the key that you have, every, every Isha and Klal Yisrael, is sacred. It cannot be used to punish. It cannot be used to be manipulative. And uh, sort of like what we learn, if you learn Tanakh with Shimshin's wives, they did things like that. I'm not going to get graphic about it. But when um, in both his first wife with the riddles and then later with uh, the, the, the Leila, the Leila, both of them, they um, did certain things of withholding certain things in a sexual nature to cause him distress so that he should reveal those riddles or that he should uh, reveal the secrets as to what, what is the secret of why he has so much power and uh, that he's a nazar of Hashem. So you learn from there that that's a terrible thing to do. So every woman has a chryas to use that gift that she has. She has a key and to use it properly, never to hurt him, never to withhold it, to punish him or to manip manipulate him uh, into giving you something in a selfish way. Now, I am going to talk to both parties in, in separate shiurim down the road um, because it equally applies to both. As human beings, uh, Ish and Anisha, both of them have the ability to be tzaddikim and the ability to be the other way around. And in the Torah, you know, it's this is also a subject that we could talk about, about women's rights and what turns you with women. There's a lot to talk about about that. And um, the truth be told, that each has a specific tafkid and gifts that the other one does not have, and Hashem made it, made it that way on purpose. And each one has that sexual nature as well. It's part of their nature. And they need to use it in a healthy way in marriage towards each other. And this is the sad part about how people choose to use sex or sexual aspects in ways that are extremely selfish, self-absorbed, and actually hurt people with it. Hurt people by using it the wrong way, and also hurting by withholding. And I'm not talking about situations where there is, um, you know, hard feelings or you know, 103 degree uh, uh, fever and things like that. Or, But what I'm trying to say is, and again, I'm going to make it clear in future shiurim, is that what it really meant to be, why Hashem made it, many reasons, 
But with human sexuality, it also is to connect, to connect in a real way. To connect in a real way, and it needs to be honest and open and giving. Again, all with sneers. We're not talking about a lack of sneers here. But in an open, giving way, with open communication with each other, understanding each other, being vulnerable to each other, but never ever Khalila to use it to hurt your husband or to hurt your wife. Side by misusing it in an active way or withholding it in an inactive way to punish. Um, the I guess the counterpart to this in other types of behaviors would be how some people stonewall or give the silent treatment. We're going to talk about the silent treatment that spouses use on each other and people use on each other. It's a terror causes terrible damage. But you could use the withholding of sex as a form of silent treatment. And that is not the way to do things. And um the positive side, because I want to end off on the positive side, that you use that key properly. I'm talking about both men and women. You use that sexual energy that you have, that will, in order, in the right way, with each other. Never to hurt each other, only to help and heal each other. It is truly remarkable what healing and growth could come from engaging in healthy physical intimacy between husband and wife. Um, and again, every couple is different. But I'm talking about even a couple with, with both of them being very into it, meaning they both have a nature to be very interested in the sexual aspects. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. But they need to use it responsibly in a way that doesn't hurt each other. And they need to learn that. And um, I have to use Shikal Hadas in future Shiorim, um, how clear I should be, because I'm going to be direct, but graphic, that's a good question. Because on one hand, you know, to do that just for that is not, is not good. But to get a point across, sometimes it's necessary. So there's shikladas there. So Hashem should help that I should be able to convey it properly. But what I'm trying to say is, and it's something that, believe it or not, you could daven for. And I'm going to talk about that too. Nothing is outside of Tyra. Nothing whatsoever is outside of Tyra. And your private sexual um, aspects... This is a weird concept to many people. You could talk to Hashem about anything and everything, as long as it's done sincerely. And it could create a lot of healing. So again, I'm bringing up the subject now, um, but I won't elaborate on it until a little later in time uh, in a more formalized way. Have a wonderful day.